Hi everyone, welcome to the next episode of the Becker BC Shadowboard podcast. This is an award episode. Uh, my name is Jason Savage, I'm the current chair of the Shadowboard and today I'm joined by Stuart from Circular One. Uh, Circular One were the winners of the Startup uh, Award. Uh, so thanks for joining me Stuart. Do you want to talk about a little bit about your role at the company and then what Circular One is? Yeah, no, listen, thank you very much for the opportunity to be here. I mean, it's great. You know, I think um, Circular One is, is a company business that, uh, you know, uh, I started, uh, I, I uh, chair and, and run the business on a day-to-day basis. Um, and it's, it's a Circular One Health is, is exactly that. It's a business that's focusing around health uh, agenda, but from a sustainable perspective, that started life uh, working with the challenges that the COVID pandemic presented the country. Okay, cool. So what are the main sort of things that, so obviously the award, because you are just, just new. So what would you say are sort of the, the key things that you've done over the, the short period that Circular One's been a company? And um, like, what would you say are the main, main things that really attributed to you winning the award? Yeah, I think, I mean, fundamentally what, the, the reason we exist is because we, 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 in terms of the health business within the Circular One family, was was a response to COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, background to the business has got a sort of ag tech portfolio. And then part of that, I work with one of my other fellow founders, Chris Stanley, on a project uh, using the lateral flow assay uh, in, in, in measuring progesterone levels in milk in the dairy industry, which is equally important because actually fertility and food production is a huge uh, part of the carbon footprint, the sustainability of, of, of animal-based protein production. Right. So, so that was the kind of, you know, uh, Chris and I had got to know each other through that world. Um, Chris and his colleagues had, had some really cool diagnostic te- technology sitting in, in, um, in London using the, um, <clears throat> the lamp, um, lamp assay to screen for human TB. And they, when they got the genome sequence of SARS-CoV-2, in Feb 20, uh, they moved the they, they moved the algorithm along and, and started screening for for um, for for SARS-CoV-2, and were very successful even in the early days in the care homes in London, where the original validation work was done. And then that's when Chris said, "You know, we've got something that works here." And, and Lamp's really interesting because it's incredibly sensitive, and in partnership with PCR, it gives a fantastic specificity at ninety nine point nine nine five. So you have speed and accuracy and integrity, and that was really important. That we, you know, we wanted to take that that approach to bringing science to critical industries, you know, like like nuclear, light defence, um, and and you know. What did we do? We we heard there was a need for help. We put an offer out to help, and uh, we started a dialogue with 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 Sellafield around could we support. Um, that was you know, and we did with Sellafield put the first essentially private COVID capacity in the country. Yeah, uh, and that was in that was in May twenty, um, and you know we were a brand new tiny little company, and we we built it in a very open, transparent way about going through our journey for our UCAS accreditation and cyber essentials and all those really important aspects of, of, of working within that framework. Um, but it was always about listen and work with the client and bring novel approaches to problem solving. And the business really grew from that. We as a, you know started with Sellafield in May, started working with BA Systems in, in June, July, um, that took us right across the nuclear sector through the summer of, of, of 20, started working with EDF and built essentially a very novel mobile lab solution for them managing the outages of nuclear power stations around the country uh, through the autumn. And that took us through autumn 21 right through to 22. Um, and the business has grown and evolved along that lines. And at every turn, 
listen to a problem, try and find a novel cost-effective solution and deliver it, but very, very much focused on the customer. So I think that summarises really well of where you've been and actually a good basis for um, you as a company and, and setting it up in a way that can, so not just past COVID, so that sort of, all that thing's done now, but actually those techniques and, and that thing of, listening to the customer and being innovative is how you're going to go forward. So what, what are the sort of things that Circular One's looking at going forward? That's, it's a very fair question. And, and it's exactly that. I think, you know, both uh, Rebecca Weston at Sellafield, Steve Cole at BA System, both use the same expression, you know, they said COVID is the burning platform of human health. And our concern around COVID was probably more linked to the underlying health of our society. Mm-hmm. You know, the diabetes levels in society and, you know, the, the, the whole kind of comorbidity issue is, has been a massive part of <clears throat> managing COVID. So that, that led us very obviously to saying that by having the principles of screening, you know, so, so particularly with where, where we, we started the program in Barrow at BE, you had to have evidence of a negative test in the last seven days uh, before you can get on site. So it's screening. And that screening says everybody's tested. So you have an internal prevalence which means you have the information about what's going on on site as well as in the wider community. And you use that information to manage risk. Mm-hmm. That's the basis of it. We've taken that principle of screening and brought it up to date now to not just managing respiratory risk around COVID, it's full health screening. Wow. So we started a program where workforce comes in, uh, they are given, they fill in a health survey, uh, they are given a set of physical health checks, blood chemistry checks, um, mental health check touch points, and all done in, in a face-to-face with a support environment. That then leads into uh, any kind of follow-up that's required. So where people need sort of like a concierge case support service, we've got a model where we can work with the local NHS GPs, we can work with the CCG and the, and the local their local health trust and, and deliver um, you know, a, a support program. Um, and really that work-based approach has been, has, has been again continued listening saying, Okay, we found that screening has managed to contain the virus and allow us to maintain productivity at the workplace. Now, by taking it to full health screening, we can address two pretty big challenges. One, how do you continue with COVID still in society? Because it is and it's going to be there for the duration. And two, how do we deal with hybrid working? Hybrid working is a really important example where you need to support people who are sometimes in, sometimes out, and they need to be treated as the same as the people who are working on site in any business. And this Kind of health check touch point support concierge service allows you to do that the second part of the deal is what you do for an organization inside the gates you've got to support the community so we set a partnership up in in south cumbria community healthier healthy community partnership program and that we've hazel blears is chairing that uh more can be health trusts are involved um ba systems are, are involved we've we've been discussing with sellafield as well about making Sellfield aware of it um, we have Barabar Council, we have the Cumbria Community Foundation, um, KDAS Drug and Alcohol Charity, um, local MPs are involved, University of Cumbria, Lancaster University, creating a stakeholder group that goes, okay, how can we look at the health mandate and the health agenda in the community along within the business? Because ultimately, if we invest in the business without investing in the community, you get half the success. If we can create parallel programs that look to be employer driven, but also employee empowered and community empowered, you have a different business model. And that's that's really our direction of travel is workplace screening programs that then roll into support the community alongside it. Uh, good. So it doesn't sound like Circular One is, is uh, slowing down anytime soon. 
as a uh, as, as moving as a thing. So that's always it's good to hear. Um, so just from all that, then obviously if people listen to that um, with those initiatives, particularly the things in the community. How can people get in touch if they want to be maybe involved in that or support or, or even like you know use you as a as a service? So <clears throat> happy to share my details directly with my email and, and also just through inquiries through the website. But, you know, my email is available if you have to share it. Uh, very happy to do that and, and, and contact us through our website. And, you know, we, we I think, again, we're here to listen and learn and understand. So if somebody's got some ideas, we want to hear. If somebody wants some help with something, we're here to help. If somebody's got a program they want to look at, we'll look at it. You know, that's very much the mandate. That's my job is to make sure we keep listening and learning. And then we put our very clever uh, science team and a clinical team and service team to work to deliver. Great. Okay. Well, that, that's fantastic. Again, thank you very much, Stuart, for that. And um, I'm sure I'll catch you later. Thank you for your time. And thanks all. We'll look forward to another catch on another day. Thank you.